the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Good day and welcome in Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. California's on fire yet again. Took about a week off where the clients scalp. Speaking less, Rob. Took about a week when the skies cleared up, but it is not good again. Um, a good finish last week for sure. Friday was one of those days that I think I go off air around 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. So the market has another four hours. And every hour that I checked, it got stronger and stronger and stronger. There's some bullish catalysts this week. Last week, she loves me not. Nancy Pelosi was, I don't know if a deal's going to get done. We're going on break in a couple of weeks, and I think we got till about October 10th until Congress breaks for the year. Not, yeah, maybe for the year, for the last time before elections. But now she says a stimulus deal is possible. Johnson Johnson confirmed that its COVID-19 vaccine candidate induced a strong antibody response in its phase one, two clinical trials. Don't get, don't get ahead. Some companies have already started announcing phase three trials, but Johnson Johnson said, we got this in phase one and phase two. It's looking good. So it's more likely that we're going to have a flu shot this year for COVID than less likely. That's how Wall Street's feeling it. FedEx, UPS, and Chevron received analyst upgrades today. Those are old school kind of companies, fossil fuel burners. They're not Apple. They're not Tesla. Those are old school kind of companies. And that feels good. There has been a spate of mergers and acquisition activity. A little bit on the smaller size, but it's out there. Most markets in Asia and Europe bounced sharply on some bargain hunting from last week. And profits in China went up for a fourth straight month in August. Four straight months in August. So you could start seeing that they did bounce back from their COVID. They were more regimented from what it looked like in the news on how they treated their citizens going door-to-door, putting a military-style lockdown on an entire province. But their industrial outlook, their industrial profit, is showing us that maybe they did something slightly right. President Trump, as expected, named Amy Coney Barrett as his nominee to the Supreme Court. Hearings are expected to start on October 12. It's coming up. It's going to be very politically heated. Uh, um, I think our last you know, 40 days until the election, 
are going to be supercharged with a lot of emotion. What? Uh, prove me wrong. I would love that. UK prime ministers are reportedly mulling a two-week shutdown of bars, pubs, restaurants in Northern Britain. Trying to get it back down, shut down. So China's partying on or profiting on. Probably because they did that military-style shutdown. London say now we have to do that again because travel restrictions were too loose or something didn't go quite the way we wanted it to. Coronavirus cases are on the rise in 33 states. Do you notice how there's a lot of good news today? Pelosi saying there's stimulus deals possible. Yay. Johnson Johnson saying COVID vaccine candidate. Great antibodies in phase one, phase two. We get some upgrades, some old stock. Like it, it almost feels like there's some good ones and some bad news today. Virgin Galactic is slated to be up 14.4%. Should we talk about that one? It's not quite Elon Musk space where you're like, that crazy billionaire is going to space. It's not quite Jeff Bezos space where you're like, that crazy billionaire is going to space. <clears throat> it's Richard Branson billionaire, which is, he's a good billionaire. He's just not quite the 21st century billionaire. He did Virgin uh, Records. He he, he made money in a good way, but it was very 20th century, so to speak. <clears throat> so Virgin Galactic up 14.4% today. Ticker symbol for those who want to play that game is Spice or Space without an A. S-P-C-E. S-P-C-E. So markets are moving higher. It's a, a fun one to watch out of the gate today. Again, because of what happened last week. Last week had a very negative feel. This week's kind of starting with a very slanted positive feel. One of the big stories of the day, Netflix stands to haul in a whopping $500 million to $1 billion in extra sales in 2021 should it decide to raise its prices by $1 to $2. Netflix is going to lose some subscribers in it. But analysts tend to like this. Um, the subscription model is attractive because <clears throat> it's so easy to take a $1 price hike and model it in. And suddenly, you're like, whoa, everything looks a little bit different. Let's see how much we're willing to pay for this company. Price hike may cause Netflix to lose some subscribers in some more price-sensitive international markets. Companies' deep content library and shift more. Um, at home living has clearly helped them, and they should be able to shrug that off. One analyst has seen a $570 price target on it. Uh, Netflix, for their part, has raised prices since January 2019, but executives hinted at it starting back in 2019 that maybe there's going to be a premium uh, two streaming device uh, plan. Uh, more of a plan of you know for value that might get ad supported. Netflix is tinkering with this for sure. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty eight calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Got a crazy story for you. Uh, yesterday was in Santa Rosa. 
um, saw a friend who just closed a house, just got his keys yesterday. Um, took the boys over, swam in a swimming pool. His house burned down last night. Had his keys for one day. Wow. So Friday had a big update on the markets. Dow is rallying over 300 points on it today. Um, banks are on the rise. Again, sometimes we look for what's working and what's not working, and we're shocked to see that banks are on the rise. 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Um, hmm. Yeah, big story today, I think, is COVID's raging in 33 states. Positivity rate tops 25% in some Midwest states. Wow. Uh, I don't see a roaring economy right now. Do you? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Little Weezer. Remember in those good old days where we could go to concerts? Maybe get a little bit too drunk, have to sit there after the show ended and chill out. <laughs> Does that seem like a long time ago? Glass fire evacuation orders in Napa County. The state is on fire again. Air quality is diminishing fast for the entire state. If you have no concept of what that means because you're listening to podcast or you're listening to the stream across the country, across the world, this is a big state. <laughs> this is the sixth largest country in the world, California. Oh, that's all I'm going to say. Interesting. Yesterday, I watched a little bit of baseball. The boys of summer have gone home in San Francisco. They had a good season. They they played until the last three outs. They played until one one point separated them from going to playoffs versus not. I was stoked. Again, with COVID, I, I think we all have a little bit of... Mm, that's kind of nice to see. I don't know if it's you getting your hair colored. I don't know if it's a haircut. I don't know if it's baseball with your kids. I don't know. But it is nice to see when things open up. Shocking revelations from the New York Times report about Trump's tax returns. What we've learned about taxes... And this is something that I'm going to find positive in this story because I like to find the good in people. I like to find the good in stories. Pessimism doesn't pay off. You can teach your children that. Um, Trump reportedly paid $750 in federal income taxes in both 2016 and 2017. Those were years where he was in power. You would think the years that you're in power might be the years that you pay a little bit more. In 11 out of the 18 years that were examined, Trump paid zero in federal income taxes. Here's the positive. Stay with me for just a second before you go Republican or Democrat on me. Federal income taxes appear to be pretty optional. Like, I think I'm guilty of this. Way back 20 years ago, when I was just a young, wee, 25-year-old boy, I'm pretty sure I probably used TurboTax. And those years when I just first started my business, I'm like, 
I wonder if I can put in a square footage for my bedroom and call it an office. Let's see. And I'd run my taxes again. I was like, oh, I just got $200 back. I wonder if I claim that I had a, a llama who's my own baby's mama somewhere in the Hindu. No, no, that that's not a deduction. But I do remember there was kind of a, a feeling of maybe I gave more to charity this year than I didn't. So cheating on taxes is kind of an American pastime, it feels like. You're darn tootin'. Um, trying to massage things so that they look like bigger losses in the corporate world. And that's that's something I still don't understand. Depreciation of assets. I can write down a, a rental home faster than the when you sell it, you get less back. Like, why not just make it a nice, simple flat tax? <laughs> why not make it something simpler instead of saying, well, you could take those losses in the first couple. Well, I don't have losses yet. I don't get it. I think the tax system in America is too messed up. Something like 66,000 pages right now. So you turn to page 59,752 and you can see how you can get through a loophole. Anyhow, um, Trump golf courses. Losses have exceeded $315 million since 2000. Clearly the man plays a lot of golf and he should be better at running a golf course. In theory, again, just a reminder that there's different sets of rules for people. And those that have protect themselves pretty darn well. Trump campaign manager Brad Pascal hospitalized after self-harm threats. Oh, boy, those things are not going well in the uh, Trump campaign right now. Inovio. Here's a company that's working on a cure who's working on a coronavirus vaccine. Inovio stock down 40%. They announced a temporary hold on its coronavirus vaccines phase two, three trial. Now, we saw this a couple weeks ago. But it does, it does show you the risks of trying to chase a cure for cancer, a cure for baldness, a cure for impotence, a cure for uh, dyslothermopedia. Like, I just made that one up. But when you're a biotech company and you're chasing cures you don't have a lot to fall back on. Johnson & Johnson, they can fall back on baby powder. They can fall back on, oh, wait, wait, baby powder causes cancer? No. Johnson Johnson, they can fall back on uh, no-tiered no shampoo. Do you see where I'm going at with that? Where Novio has nothing. I got no place left to go. Studies on partial clinical hold until questions asked by the Food and Drug Administration are answered. News the study's halt triggered a trading pause in Inovio shares before the opening bell today. Um, a lot of people want out of that one. Maybe they don't have. But again, we saw this two weeks ago where a, a study was halted and then it, it started back up within the week. One person, they determined it wasn't. It was an adverse reaction, but they couldn't tell if it was to the drug or not. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, <clears throat> a little bit of a hectic day. So, Musk set his sights on selling twenty million Teslas for by twenty twenty seven. Still, one of the best stories of last week, as far as stories go. And again, I don't know. I don't care if you agree with it or not. I'm not pushing an agenda. 
But when Gavin Newsom says that we're going all electric vehicles by 2035, that really, really helps Tesla's business model. Because the market penetration, and again, I can do this with Max for you. Um, one of the secret weapons that Apple had since they started coming out with iPods um, and iPhones was that they had a very low penetration rate for their Macs. That out of every computer sold, 97% in the world were PC-oriented. 3% were Mac. So Apple had this ability to grow from 3% penetration to 4% penetration. And that means nothing to you, but to them it meant 33% gain. Or 50% gains when they would go from 3 to 5. Like, whoa! The penetration rates are still incredibly low on Macs. Uh, iPhone users aren't absolutely definitively Mac users in any way, shape, or form. But they still have a little bit of that left in them that if they ever can get that conversion rate higher, it's just more money their bottom line. Elon Musk set his sight on selling 20 million Teslas. I think that has a little bit something to do when your governor's helping you out on that one. That helps. Seven years for sure to sell 30 million plus new fully electric vehicles per year. Six years, maybe. Their big trick is going to be the $25,000 vehicle. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I don't know if this is possible, but maybe my producer could play a little bit of BTS sometimes this break because I'm going to talk a little bit about them and I forgot to tell them during the break, like doing a shout out for it. BTS, um, it's not back to school. It's the South Korean pop band. They've come public. The management firm behind K-pop phenomenon BTS is called Big Hit Entertainment. Is basically a publicly traded company now. This is something I know nothing about. This is not me saying go out and buy this. Big Hit Entertainment stock price was set around 135,000 South Korean won. Okay, that doesn't mean anything to me, but about $115 per stock. Um, So maybe for your daughter for Christmas this year, and I'm looking at me being all sexist, thinking that K-pop pop music must be a girl thing. (laughs) Wrong, right? They're the biggest band in America. They're the biggest band in the world. Uh, and I've seen them on like every now and then you're walking by the TV and Good Morning America's on like and now BT and you watch and you're like strangely in- intriguing and they have taken over America where maybe they were supposed to maybe they weren't supposed to I don't know pop music legends and anything about that earlier in September South Korean video game maker Kakao saw a blockbuster market debut so. Right now, South Korea seems to be the sexy place to be an IPO as of today. Keep in mind that Warren Buffett bought five Japanese companies recently, invested in five Japanese companies. And you're like, Warren, what about the S&P 500? What about right here at home, dude? 
clearly he put his money where his mouth was, not in the United States for now. And that should tell you there's not a lot of value or not a lot of sex appeal to being in an overbought scenario, according to one of the richest people in the world who made his money by investing. So he has some street cred, in my opinion. 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Stocks are extending a rally from Friday with the Dow up 500 points as banks and tech stocks are rising. 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. A judge has temporarily blocked the Trump action on TikTok. Ugh. Can't we just be done with selling TikTok and move on as a story? Or is this going to be the story that has hair on it for a while? Apparently, it's going to be the story that has hair on it for a while. A U.S. judge in Washington has temporarily blocked a Trump administration order banning Apple and Alphabet's Google from offering Chinese-owned short video in-app TikTok for download. It was supposed to go into effect Sunday evening. All I can tell you is the thing that I boiled out of the TikTok story is that's probably the first time that the world has wanted a Chinese technology, and it probably won't be the last. And the way we're doing, the way we're maneuvering to get that technology is shameful because if they did that to us, we would call it criminal. <clears throat> That's just my opinion. Herbalife is in lawsuits again. I think we all know someone who has sold nutritional drinks. I knew this um, woman who was going through a divorce. And as she was going through a divorce, I think she was like, uh-oh, losing husband number one is a – he was a big, uh, big fish for her. Made a lot of money. She was uh, one of those people who didn't work and looked really good. Cliché, right? Go with me here because I know it's a little ear-cringing to hear. But I know that while she was going through that divorce, she said, you know, what am I going to do to support my son? Because she had a son and when she was married. She knew that during the divorce, it was going to go poorly and that it was going to be contentious with the husband, ex-husband. So instantly she got into, very good looking person, instantly got into selling real estate. A little bit too competitive in the Bay Area. A lot of people are established in real estate. So you can't, maybe you can break in, but there's a lot of teams. There's a lot of things going against you trying to break in. So she instantly started selling nutritional drinks. Um, and she was like, hey, Rob, you want a, you want a, a chocolate frosty shake that has all your vitamins and minerals in it? No. Um, I keep that in my own world. I don't, I don't need a promo code. Please, no promo codes, right? Well, after she failed at that, she went into massage therapy. I'm like, that. now we're talking. That's something, that's a service I need, per se, or I want. I shouldn't say I need because that makes me sound rich and pompous. But the people who sell weight loss products, and we've seen them, especially when there's the promo codes, we're like, ooh. So Herbalife is famous for, George Soros went long on the stock when Bill Ackman went short. George Soros is a, he's kind of a loudmouth New Yorker. I think you know the type, where he brags a lot, talks about how rich he is. He's the richest New Yorker. Bill Ackman is 
a legendary uh, investor who uh, goes long on the market and goes short on the market. That's why he's legendary. He's able to do both at the same time. In this case, he said Herbalife was worth nothing. It's a pyramid scheme. It's hurting people's lives. And he, he would come up with manifesto after manifesto on how Herbalife was horrible and it was going to zero. And then you turn on like television and the MLS is David Beckham in his Herbalife shirt. David Beckham. David Beckham. David Beckham. David Beckham. Isn't it like Beckham in his Herbalife? So you would see it like everywhere you went. And on Wall Street, you'd hear the story of this legendary short saying the stock's worth nothing versus a, a braggart New Yorker saying he, he, he thinks the stock's going higher. And for about two years, they went back and forth at each other with the stock going from 40 to 60 to 35 to 70. So the, the winner would win and then the loser would lose. And then the winner or the loser would win because he was shorting it. So it was kind of a back and forth. And finally, Bill Ackman quit and he gave up. When enough attorney generals investigated the company, they said, we know we're not bringing charges because, yes, there does look to be something like a pyramid scheme going on here where you have to sell it to friends and you meet at a club and you get other people to come to the club. And then at the club, you drink your drinks together. And there was something that just doesn't feel perfect as a business model, less than ideal maybe taking advantage of people who have to get in your business and start selling that product because they see how much money they can make if they are able to sell it to every single person on the planet and their cousin. And they think that they could do that. And then they invest in your inventory and they take that inventory off and you count it as sales, but it's sitting in their closets, not being sold. There is something kind of not quite right there sometimes. So Herbalife's hitting new lawsuits, and the reason I bring this up is it was an infamous fight from 2016 that's four years later, both guys have moved on, and now there's more lawsuits tied towards the company. So I don't know, was the first one right? So Herbalife thinks it's serious enough that in their public filings, they've they've looked at this lawsuit and said it cites a business risk, a material risk to our, our business going forward. And this one is just about a couple who got together and said, you know, this doesn't seem to be right. The way they're the top people, of this are the richest and they're the people who aren't selling any of the product. They're making their, like they saw something there that they brought it to court. Not the most educated story by me to you. But it, I want to put a little bit of fear in you in that idea of I have a friend who his wife sold Avon or whatever makeup product of the day. There's been jewelry ones. There's been sign up on my website. Uh, my sister's a school teacher at one point in time. She's like, hey, if you need laundry detergent, use my website because I get a, a kickback for it. I would just be very, very cautious thinking things like that are going to be your ticket to riches. Because they very, very rarely are. They tend to separate you from what money you do have. I have a friend that his wife sold makeup, Avon. And again, she was not college educated and she wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. I get it. I get the convenience of it. Now now you're an Uber driver or uh, an Uber Eats delivery person in those three to four hours that you kind of want to do something, but you don't really want to go to the gym, but you kind of want to do something um, to help make ends meet. You kind of want to do something to have some of your own money. I get it. But she ended up with, you know, 
couple thousand dollars of, of makeup in her closet that she would give away to friends and family at Christmas time or holiday times. Not the best family decision. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, yeah, I, I keep seeing the Trump story, but it's, I don't want to pick on it because I don't, so far there's nothing there for Wall Street to really fixate on. Cases of COVID are surging in Europe. Uh, so we're hitting a strong second wave story of pandemic. Clearly, I think we as Americans know first wave, oh, it's that Chinese flu thing. It's not going to hurt us. It's just a bad flu. Um, that played out in March, April, May, and then there's a little bit of recovery. Now Europe is going from their recovery to second wave. Do you see the story for the rest of the year? I do. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. The world is approaching 1 million reported COVID-19 deaths. Wow. In Western Europe, daily infections have more than quadrupled in the UK. They've more than doubled in France over the last month. UK, Western Europe, um, France, Germany. You kind of get the idea what Western Europe is versus Eastern Europe. In Spain, new cases have risen more than 50% in the past month to 11,000 a day. This is some serious stuff that's just nasty. And it is crimping the world's economy. Highest infection rates in the United States are now Americans aged 20 to 29 years old. Colleges across the country are seeing clusters of new cases among students. Hey, let's send kids back to school. But the kids, they did a great job in the spring protecting mom and dad, protecting grandma and grandma. Um, They stayed at home with us. And now we're like, ah, you go back to school. You go get the COVID, <laughs> which it's not funny. There's nothing funny about this story. It's it's tragic. We're looking at a million COVID deaths in the world. That's not like playing a lottery and, and not winning your $295 million. That's tragic. So cases are surging right now. Will we get another pandemic in our lifetime? I, I, if you listen to people like Bill Gates, the likelihood is yes. And uh, I think Bill Gates is one of the smartest people out there. In that he's kind of resigned himself to helping the world. He's not starting another software company. He's not going out with another hardware company. He's not in the peer-to-peer. He's not going to drive groceries for you. One of the upsides of COVID, and this is sad because this is the business I'm in. I'm in in the business of figuring out predictions. Is that for all the horror, all the tragedy, all the expense, all the political rubbing that coronavirus brought, it's hard not to understand that 
we're, we've learned how to kickstart preventative vaccines. We've learned how to kickstart innovation in the healthcare world. Biotech and drug companies, diagnostics, patient care. Um, I went to get my teeth cleaned a couple Fridays ago, and it was awesome. I, I wouldn't say ever going to the dentist is awesome. That's not something that comes out of your mouth, but uh, Dr. Held, big thumbs up from me to you. He set up like these um, shower curtains, essentially. They weren't shower curtains. They weren't. He didn't go to Bed Bath and Beyond and buy shower curtains. But there's a labyrinth of things you have to go through, and you get your feet cleaned, you get your shoes sprayed, you get your hands done. Like they, they're not messing around with you touching surfaces. And I, I, something tells me that has to be safer than it was in the past. Will that stick around? I certainly hope not, but if it does, it's going to increase my dental care costs because that didn't look cheap to put together. Would I go there again? Oh, yeah, yes, yes. A lot of confidence, right? But how about with restaurants? When are you going to feel comfortable? Like the psychology of all this is, is daunting. And yet I can tell you what we've done in healthcare roundtables with healthcare studies, with uh, the panelists, the optimism, the technology, the computational, biological, artificial intelligence models that we're putting together. We've created whole new healthcare companies. We've reshaped industry leaders. You've heard companies say, we're going to get in the vaccine business every year because this is a good business. We can use our, our computational excellence. We could use our scientists to, to figure on this. I don't know if you saw, do you remember this one? Um, a couple of years ago, Merck has a vaccine that can wipe out HPV herpes, a type of herpes that males and females can get, um, that could ultimately hurt your chance of having a baby. And Merck has a vaccine for it. And get this. You got to get this shot when you're 12, before you're sexual, in theory. I don't know if I'm walking on glass here or what I was saying exactly out loud. But Merck comes up with this, this HPV vaccine that will help, you know, uh, I got to be careful of my sexual diseases. The chlamydias of the world, the genital warts of the world, aren't good for reproductive rights or reproductive uh, growth. Uh, babies in particular don't do terribly well in an area that's got disease in it or viruses in it. Uh, so you try to make sure that disease or virus isn't flaring up during that period of time. And Merck's like, we got a shot for that. But you have to give it to your kids before they're sexual. And you're like, whoa. And then a, a dilemma hits the world, but Merck's in the business of shots now. Um, it's interesting the way you can create businesses in pandemics. And that's one of the, the biggest positives that we're going to come out of this with is we really upped our game in healthcare knowledge. Whether you, but maybe not, <laughs> you know, maybe Facebook and maybe do you like Fauci or dislike Fauci? The fact that you can say, do you like Fauci or dislike Fauci tells you the whole problem with the world is we can't figure out, do we stand behind science or do we stand behind, uh, you know, corporate meth? I don't know. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Taking a look at the markets today. Started more positive. Friday was glorious positive. Today started positive. Like, let's carry that momentum. But we really haven't gone anywhere but sideways. Markets looking for direction. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com.